Well, Vin, a wonderful day yesterday. Let's talk about Adamo firstly. I know he's already won five Group 1 races, but I think yesterday's victory, yesterday's Group 1 is sixth, was a defining moment in his career. What he had to do to, to react to pressure and run those horses down with, some, with something to, to behold. Yes, David, it was a, a sensational win. And uh, as we said after the race, it was, it, that race will probably be watched for decades to come because it, it was a, a classic contest. Uh, uh, you know, a small but very select field that, that battled their way down the straight. And our bloke, you know, he dug deep. He had to dig deep to win and he, and he won it very well. And um, I'm told, I'm led to believe that, that this horse is now equal most number of Group 1 wins of any horse owned by Godolphin or Sheikh Mohammed. So a pretty significant achievement from the Godolphin Australia team and, and obviously a huge, huge uh, imprimatur for the horse himself to win six Group 1. So very exciting day. When I say a defining moment, uh, he, he won as a two-year-old against his own age and then, then he won the, the Caulfield and Rose Hill Guineas as a three-year-old again against his own age. We saw those two Group 1s in Sydney and they're Group 1s, but... He had fairly comfortable runs, but but yesterday, the quality of the opposition, the fact that he had to rally so hard, I, I think it's a a wonderful moment. And and you're right from a, from a just a pure racing point of view, from a spectator's point of view. Even if you didn't have a bet, it's a race that was so enthralling because in the straight, it was just changing one by one. Alligator blood led, then Zaki, then you, then I'm thunderstruck late. So you're right. It's a race we'll watch for a long time. Oh, indeed, and even just you talking about it there makes you hear. Here's in the back of your neck stand up. It was it was really special stuff, and they're the best horses in the country at the moment. And and for for racing to get that sort of finish and uh, that excitement around it, it, it's great for the code, and uh, so it certainly sets up for an unbelievable Cox Plate in a couple of weeks' time. The other factor of the race, just breaking down the times of the race, they didn't go hard. Alligator Bloods jockey signalled his intention to leave, but as soon as he and Zaki set up shop, they really backed it off. And I was starting to think in the race, gee, these sectionals are really slow. It's going to take a pretty good performance by Animo. But then how did you feel at watching the race coming to the turn when I'm Thunderstruck ducked underneath him and you you came off the bit? I thought we were gone, honestly. And I thought, you know, Zaki was home and uh, we are in real trouble. But, um, you know, that's the, that's the quality of the horse when he really goes for the afterburners and, um, and let let go as he did yesterday um, to, to knock him down. To knock him over was a was a big big performance. And um, you know your point about uh, the slowness early on in the race it did set up for the for the you know, the front or the leading horses and um, those that were behind us found it very difficult as evidence. But um, you know he can only win them and he won it well. And uh, you know we're very excited for for the team and for the horse. It was uh, it was a special day, special result. After he pulled up officially three out of five lane, uh, was there only, was it a short time concern or did, did things, you know, turn around quickly? Oh, these sort of things, I mean, you're always concerned when it happens. Um, but, uh, so he was, he was rated at three out of five lane on the race course, straight after the race at, uh, in the George Main. Um, by the time he got home to Osborne Park, our, our vet graded him a sort of one and a half out of five lane. By Sunday morning, he was completely sound. Um, so, and then Monday morning, I got to Osborne Park on, on the Monday morning and uh, looked at him with our vet, Trevor Robson, James Cummings is there, Jason Walsh, our racing and bloodstock manager, myself, Paul Reid, who's the assistant trainer at, at Osborne, and he was 100% then. So, so we're pretty confident we're in good shape. Uh, we got the regulatory vet to come out and have a look at him that afternoon, and he passed him fit to, to race. So, 
Um, it was one of those very strange things. To this day, we still don't know what it was. Whether he just pinched something, I don't. We don't know. But um, but you know, obviously he's, he's come through it well, and uh, he was very sound uh, yesterday. And um, and we look forward to heading towards the Cox Plate now. I suppose from a um, a racing enthusiast point of view, Adamo gets the plaudits yesterday. Understandably, it was, it was a great win, and he's two dollars ten for the Cox Plate. But I think racing people will say, well, of course he's the one to beat. You wouldn't swap him. But it's not over the line because there's there's not a lot between these horses as, as yesterday showed. Oh, indeed. You know, there's no way he's over the line at all. And, and you know, there, there's some very, very good runs in that race. Uh, probably wasn't run to suit the, the back markers, as we suggested earlier. Um, so a lot more can pan out. And, and um, you know, Mooney Valley is, is very much a different race course than, than Corfu. It races differently and you need a different pattern to win there. So... Fortunately, we've had had the opportunity to race in a Cox Plate, um, albeit we didn't win it last year. It's uh, well documented what happened uh, in that particular running, but um, you know we look forward to getting there in, in, in Saturday week. He's certainly in the box seat to avenge that defeat from last year. Golden Mile, um, a stallion-making race, the Caulfield Guineas, it's well known. Again, uh, a good run in transit, McDonald always gives them a good rider, that was the case. Uh, never totally confident of success of the straight, but but clear on the line. Oh, yeah. No, he was an outstanding rider, Jay, mate. You know, he really showed his class yesterday. A magnificent riding performance across the board, really. And um, as, you, as you say, he, he, he never looked home, but, but he, he, just, he, was, he was always coming and he you know, hit the line and a good long head in front. Um, that's what you've got to be. You've got to be in front on the finish line. And he's, a, he's an exciting colt. He's a very good-looking colt. He's the son of a Stern, um, who's also the sire of Ask Cabin, um, who unfortunately we couldn't get to the races as, as, as he had led on the training track the week before. But, um, you know, we'd, he's only obviously only had the five starts. Um, so we look forward to... We'll probably... We'll just have a look at what we're going to do with him for the rest of the spring. Um, but we look forward to getting taking aim at some nice races in the autumn. If you if you did continue on and, and not pull up stumps, what sort of races would you be looking at for the for the rest of the sport? Oh, look, I, we, I think um, a mile might have been the end of the rope for him. He's, you know, I'm not sure we can stretch him out any further than than than, than that. Um, and so that sort of either you've got to freshen and, and go to the, say the Coolmore over six furlongs, um, or that's pretty much your option really. Um, otherwise, it's the Carbine Club um, Group Three. So, you know, we have to, we just got to sit, sit back and just have a look at that and whether we want to do that. We've got a nice filly heading towards the, the Coolmore and in secret. Um, so potentially probably going to be going to the paddock. But again, we won't make any decision today. Um, we'll have a chat about it um, tomorrow at our racing day. Yeah, the, 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 the switch back to the Coolmore to the 1200 is a sort of half a radical plan, but it's half an exciting one when you think about it. Yeah, it's, we've done it. We have done it a couple of times before, uh, not to great effect. So we're a bit nervous about it, a bit gun shy to do it. Um, so, um, so yeah, it'll be unlikely, but but it's, it's it's on the cards. You mentioned in secret going to the Coolmore, so she was being touted by some, and with, with some legitimacy that she might be your Everest contender. But as we go to Paul Laley winning the Scalacci yesterday, does that now see him in the Everest next week? Um, again, we haven't made any decisions around the Everest. Uh, Paul Ailey certainly one of our better sprinters. Uh, ingratiating ran very well. We've got Kemantari 
back in Sydney as well, sort of idling away. So, um, and, 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 you know, there's probably other prospects, but not in that, in that, in the league of that trio. Um, in secret, no, it was pushed by the press a little bit for her to go there. Um, we don't see that as, 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 we want to sort of race her on. I mean, it, it should be an interesting proposition, but chances are, I mean, the way the, the track's going to play out and the way the weather could be, um, we just don't really want to take that risk with a with a filly of her value and and you know be such a young filly as well. So I mean they're the biggest considerations we've we've got in the next day or two um, is what the track is going to be for every stage. So and what's our best proposition factoring all of that in? Yes. So you so what you're saying this morning is you still haven't made a firm decision. Not at all. Far from it. <laughs> so, so we've got we've got a bit time of time is running out there. now. You know. Oh, yeah, well, Tuesday morning's acceptance time, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Tuesday morning, so, yeah, <laughs> we've got an alarm set at 5 to 9. <laughs> I think what, whatever happens, I, I think the weather is going to be a little brighter this week, but whatever it's going to be, the track is still going to be rain-affected, isn't it? Oh, no doubt. I mean, the rain they've had in Sydney is just epic. Um, so, you know, they were fortunate to get through as many races as they did yesterday, from what I'm told, but um, hopefully uh, we've seen the back of it now, and... Uh, we can look forward to hopefully getting towards some um, some some nice tracks and some good weather. And if that wasn't a big enough day yesterday with the winners we've discussed, Gravita won as well, so it was a four out of ten there. Yeah, no, it was a pretty special day. Um, and you know, he's he's a horse that's always been thereabouts, and he's he's race he's got you know, some terrific form lines. And um, again, a great ride ride by Blake Shim, and um, I thought Jamie Carr was going to. Hold him in there on, on Zetus, our other horse in the race, but, um, so that, uh, yeah, Blake forced his way clear and he, and he won very well. So it was a good effort. Great, great. We had, uh, obviously a stellar day at Caulfield and, um, not only the winners winning, but our other horses raced very well as well that, that didn't necessarily win. So, um, yeah, that was a pretty special day and I'm feeling the, uh, feeling the after effects of it this morning. Well, we appreciate your time. Always appreciate your time. You're very generous with your time. And again, congratulations on what was a a wonderful day yesterday. Good man. Thank you, David. Very much appreciate it.